Hello and welcome to Permanently Resident, a podcast about the ups and downs of living abroad. My name is Robin, I'm from Brighton, England, and I'm living in Richmond, California. I'm Jose, I'm from Simi Valley, California, and living in Tokyo, Japan. This is episode number 13. Today we're starting a new series of episodes uh, all about immigrant stories, uh, trying to tell the stories about uh, individuals who've gone through the immigration journey, uh, you know, and trying to pick out, you know, what the real experience is, because I think these kind of issues often get lost when we talk about the issue of immigration and people's political feelings and political views. So today we welcome a special guest, uh, Jose's cousin's husband. So would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, Robin. Uh, yeah, my name is Jose Luis. Yes, I'm actually uh, Jose's cousin's husband, of course. Uh, I'm from Peru originally, uh, but I, me and my family moved to Canada back in 2006. I lived there, then went back to Peru, and right now I'm back in Canada. And yeah, I'm, I'm that, I guess, a good uh, example of what you're trying to find here, like immigration or immigrants, right? And how, how the journey is. Mine is a little bit convoluted, but, but yeah. Okay, well, welcome. I'm, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some interesting themes uh, coming out today. Right. Um, so, so, yeah, tell us about, uh, you know, the, when you first decided or found out that you were going to move to Canada, what happened? How did you feel about that? Right. So when we, well, I was, I was actually a, like I was 16, 17 years old. Uh, I just finished high school and I got admitted to the university uh, to study industrial engineering in Peru. And that was, I don't know, the end of 2004, 2005, 2004. Yeah, end of 2004, December 2004. And my parents, uh, they had, they told me, they told us, uh, me and my brothers and sisters, we are actually a family of six, four, four, four siblings, my, plus my parents. Uh, so they told us they, they had been applying for this visa, like, like a uh, permanent resident visa in Canada and that it had been approved. And mm. uh, we really didn't know about it <laughs> until wow. like, that point. And they said, well, well, kids, uh, I mean, we have a year, one year to move to Canada or we lose these opportunities. So um, we are, I mean, we need to like, get our things in order and then right move there we were like really shocked all of us i mean i yeah so i I was i was a second child right so uh my brother he was one year older than me and we had two younger sisters of course for them it was kind of i guess a little bit different i don't know i'll have to ask how they felt but for me it was like my world was like turning upside down like for me i Mm -hmm. never lived anywhere else I did travel, I did know some places, never been to Canada, but maybe the US, some places around uh, around uh, South America as well, uh, but never lived anywhere else. So of course, all my friends, family, cousins, everybody was living in Peru. I had a girlfriend, who mm. is now my wife. We're gonna talk about that, of course. <laughs> was, it, was it, Luis, was it, was it over dinner? Was it like sit down on the sofa and we gotta talk kids? What, what yeah, it? it was a sit down in the sofa kind of thing. Yeah, we were at home and it was like, hey, yeah, that, it was just like that, like the bombshell, like boom. Oh, man. <laughs> so, what's, so it was a decision uh, that they were, they were kind of, I mean, they of course took that decision a long time before because you yeah. have to apply, you have to go through a, a lot of hoops, right, to get to, sure. to like get accepted to, to, to go to Canada, right, as a resident. Uh, and I think, well, what they thought is, well, we're a big family, uh, even though I was, uh, well, we all, we were, we were doing fine, I believe, at that point. I mean, we were all going to private schools, we were going to private university, me and my brother. Um, but I think they thought that for the whole family was a, like a better, we would be better in the future if we, if we were in, in, an, in, in a place like Canada. Like we will have more opportunities. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they, they thought it was going to be better overall. It was their decision, of course. We were all like dependent children, so mm-hmm. we didn't have any say on it really. Uh, it was just a shock at that point. So, what, what was your reaction? Though? I mean, as you said, you didn't really have much choice, but did you yeah, get angry? I, were you excited? Confused? No, no. I really, I, I got angry. I mean, I, I, oh, wow. I was, yeah. 
I really got angry. Uh, I knew I didn't have a choice, but I really felt like this wasn't fair. I know I don't want to do this. I really tried, of course, but, without any, but, <laughs> any, but any, any way, but yeah. You, you're, you said you were like ending high school and you're about to go to university, right? right. So didn't you have a choice? Because you could just simply say like, you know what, I, I'm going to go to university here and maybe live with a relative. Wouldn't that be a possibility? Right. So, and I kind of did that at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the thing is, in Peru, if your parents don't pay for your school or your university, you're not going to be able to pay yourself. Sure. That's how it is, right? And I was going to Universidad de Lima, which is one, like a, a, a good university, it was expensive university. Yeah. And even though I had my own scholarship because I was a, I was a... a You're a genius. <laughs> no, I was a swimmer for the, for the, for the, for the uh, university team. Like I actually used to be a swimmer before. Okay. Uh, I had, I had a scholarship, not a full scholarship, but it was like a, a it, was, it was fine. But even, even then, and even with all that, I, I would not have been able to pay for that university. So they wouldn't, like, there's they wouldn't no way. pay for it then if you did No, no, no. Well, my, my, well, that's, that's kind of how they, of course, they thought it was better for me to move there. So they said, okay, if you want to, to settle mm -hmm. better, or at least to, to, to try to, to, I don't know, to try to, to, to be more okay with this, with this decision. Mm -hmm. I mean, they actually let me stay one year in Peru. Oh wow! In the university, so I did. I did my first year of university in Peru. Okay. Um, and then I went to Canada. Uh, but of course, the, my mom's plan was, "Hey, I'm not gonna force him so hard on moving. Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna let him do his first year." So we we did have to go all together uh, at the at the end of the year of 2005. Uh, but then I I came back to Peru, right, uh, to continue school basically. So we had to go all together because we had to get the papers and all that. Then I returned, stayed uh, with my grandma for the first year. Mm -hmm. uh, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, of course, my mom didn't want me to be there, but she didn't want to push me away either. So it was kind of a struggle there. Wow. Yeah. And I, now that I think about it, it was kind of dumb from my part because it was really their decision. I, I could not have forced anything more than that. I mean, I think it was kind of, a way for them to try to control the situation but i i mean it wasn't really i mean i don't i don't think it was a good idea to do that i mean i would have uh, in the end i ended up being in canada anyways yeah. uh i mean it's, was, it, it's easy to think that looking back though right of I course mean, of course yeah yeah in the moment i probably looked quite different i think oh yeah yeah i mean it was it was tough it was tough uh, but in the end, well, I, I kind of accepted the fact that I, I had to move. All my family was in Canada already. My brother already started school, like uh, university. University. My sisters both started school. And like, I mean, family was going through like some difficult stuff too, right? Of course, immigrate into a new country and all that. So in the end, I, I did move back or move here uh, with them. So you, you resisted and you didn't go oh, I did. for a year. I, and your I family do. is all in Canada and right. you're, you're missing them, I would assume. And it was that part of the, big, was. was that part of the big thing that made you finally decide, okay, I could continue going to university and I could just finish my four years here. But the other option is I want to be with my family. What, what was the deciding factor here that made you, made you go there? That was definitely one of the reasons, of course, missing my family, knowing that they were over there. I mean, of course, Sure. Struggling, right, to, to, to go by. Uh, that was, of course, one of the reasons. And the other one that I also kind of realized is, right, I'm going to a good school here in Peru, mm -hmm. right? But if I'm going to really move to Canada eventually, right, mm -hmm. uh, if, I, if I was to, I mean, I would lose the opportunity to study at, at like, a better place over there, right? I mean, pro even professionally would have been better for me mm -hmm. to if I had the chance to go there and study there, right? Which I ended up doing anyway. So um, for me, I think it came down to that kind of, hey, it really is uh, an opportunity that I should consider. And in the end, I decided to take. And also because I miss my family, I want to be there. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess it went kind of because of that. Yeah, you, you, oh. you did it for you. 
in the end. No, yeah, in the end, I mean, it's because that that's that's the way things should be, right? I guess if you do it for somebody else, it's never you're never you're always gonna regret your decisions. I think in the end, I did do it for me, but thinking about hey, what is better and why is better, and I think it that that's how I came down to basically not forcing this any longer and just deciding to to move. So before before we move on, talk a little bit about your first days, weeks, yeah, impressions in Canada. Like, I'm kind of interested to know a little bit more about your parents and how they came to that decision and, you know, what played into that. Because I think, you know, when, especially in the United States, when people think about immigration and think about immigrant stories, they're often thinking about people coming from poverty, uh, right? right? But, you know, the reality is a lot of immigrants come from from middle-class uh, environments and you know different factors push them to move across the globe so it sounds like you know your, your family was doing pretty well in in Peru you know they were pretty comfortable had their kids in good schools you know they had pretty decent jobs and then they kind of giving up everything they know and you know their extended family and moving away from their culture and their friends and uh, you know all of the restaurants and other things that they like like how do you think they came to that decision like what pushed them to seek so them? i think that even though we were i mean comparatively to anybody like, like a lot of people in peru sorry like we were we were doing well but i think it was at a really high cost for my parents like the way they like how much they had to work my man, my mom used to like teach at the university, but also have a had a second job. Teach at two universities actually, mm-hmm. and uh, and my dad he worked for the government, but really around that time there were some issues like with some really heavy political issues there, and those really like kind of were impacting his ability to to grow in the government as well. So he he they saw that things were not were gonna get were gonna get like worse in the future. So they thought maybe we might be able to get by now the way we are, but maybe in the future we won't. Especially knowing that we have four kids, two of them, okay, they're already in university, but we still have to go through the other two that are, that are still in like, one of them, my, 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 one of my younger sisters, she was 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the other one was six. Okay. So they thought about, Hey, it's a long run, right? I mm, feel like it, and, and in Peru, like I said, you have to get your kids through school yourself. Nobody's gonna, which didn't happen in Canada, right? So it was like, yeah, that that's gonna be hard to, to mm-hmm. do. It. Maybe if we had two kids, maybe we wouldn't even think about it. We have four kids. This is not gonna last. I guess that was the, okay, the, the, yeah. like the rationale, and I think it kind of made sense. That, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. That kind of gives me a bit of a, a fuller picture of uh, kind yeah. of pressures that were coming down on them. Mm. Yeah. They really thought the future wasn't was a little bit bleak. Thinking mm. about yeah, the kids and all, and it, it, well, it kind of was. In Peru, like things go up and down really quickly, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. unstable. So yeah, let's let's come back let's come back to that a little bit later, and we can kind of see yep. reflect on how maybe that how that panned out over the next 10, 10 12, 15 years, right? Um, so Jose, did you have a question about, you know, first impressions, culture shock, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to comment on Jose Luis mentions things are really up and down. And it's really obvious because when I first went there, maybe, you know, more than 15 years ago, they were building a train, an above, <laughs> above ground train. And it's not completed yet, right? Jose Luis, and it's still... It's, I mean, it is completed now. Finally, okay. I- finally like it was completed well not like after you went of course but the funny part about that and this is a segue anyways but <laughs> it yeah. is funny so that 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 trail like, like train like mm-hmm. the, I, at least the foundations for it were built back in 1980 85 mm-hmm. so wow. what you saw there jose was something that was there since like 20 years before wow so even before and nobody had finished it right nobody had finished it until like i think five years after you were I don't know, some years after you, you, you went, right, the first time. So it's just that that's how things work in, in a country, you know, sometimes like a poor country and these kind of things, right? I mean, okay. 
So yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember seeing that when I was there too. I was like, "What? Yeah. what what's going on here? Nothing's <laughs> <laughs> going on there." <laughs> yeah. So you get off the. You go to. You go there. You go to Canada. It's your first time, right? And right. you arrive in Toronto. What's going on? What's going on in your mind there? Right. So, so there, there were two. There were two, two different times, right? The yeah. first time that I went with my family, that I knew I was gonna come back. Okay. Um, maybe the second time that I went and I knew that I was I was going to stay. Yes. Right. The first time that I went to Canada when I knew I was coming back, like months later, right? I stayed for like three months or something. Um, it was a shock because we went uh, during during winter. Mm. Right. And well, winter is. In Canada, I mean, it's it's really cold, and we are not used to that. I've never been into like anywhere close to that <laughs> to that weather anywhere, yeah. right? So for me, it was a, a, a shock just just to see the, the like the snow and all the cold and everything. I of course I didn't have proper like uh, like a good a good jacket or anything for that, so I, we had to buy and all that, right? So, uh, but at the beginning it was really really rough. It, like, I mean, yeah, finding a place. The first thing we did when we arrived, we luckily my my, my mom's uh, cousin was living here in in in, in Ontario, okay. right? So we stayed at her place for for like a, a week. Mm. It wasn't a big place. We were six, but she was wow. kind enough to let us stay there until we found a place to to basically rent, right? So we we did, or my parents did like the best they could to find something quick. Mm. So we were able to find a place. Um, uh, and then move in there, right? But then you move in there, you don't have anything because how much can you bring on a plane, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to start like putting stuff in. <laughs> um, that's the first time I, I, I well, it was it was kind of rough again. But then the the the, the, the one, one of the things that impressed me the most, like right off the bat, about Canada is how people welcome you when you come here. So mm-hmm. I remember the day after. We we rented this place. Uh, we ha- we my man had another, another friend who also lived in Canada, so he called other friends and they started bringing things to our place, so like gifting us like furniture and stuff. And I'm not saying junk stuff; it was actually stuff in good conditions, just that these people don't use it. Wow! So we had a couch and we had a, like a table, some chairs. Of course, nothing much really but it didn't matter right because at that point you wanted to live somewhere that you could i mean kind of feel like a home right mm-hmm. and you needed these things right like a bed i remember like we got a lot of things that like people gave it to us just because they knew that we were like newcomers right and uh, and of course we was our first like place that we were going to stay and it was empty so they were, yeah, we have stuff take it. and not even take it just they brought it yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So it was really, really shocking to me. It was like I was impressed. That kind and, of and again, that's yeah, and that's not a one-time thing. I know that's that's something that people do here, for if they know there's a newcomer, so they bring something because they know that you need it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of a cultural thing in Canada. Mm. So that was good. I mean, of course, we felt that hey, this is yeah, it seems to be a nice place to be. How about the, um, the English level of everybody when you first went? Because you're parents right. going there and you're there and your sister, so, everyone's there for the first time. Can you guys communicate? Right. So, well, you know, in Peru, you you learn English in the school, in high school. Sure. But depending on your high school, like the English level is better or not, right? For example, my wife's English level from from high school is really good. Mm-hmm. I and mean, she didn't need to study anywhere else. She just studied in school and you know, Jose... She she speaks really well, right? Yeah. Um, not the same with me. I mean, even even though my school was a private school and it was, I would say it was a good school. It wasn't as good as Claudia's on English, right? Hmm. On English subject. Um, so I did, and my brother as well. We did study English on uh like summer as well, just to like kind of like learn it more or better, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think either of us, especially me, I I don't I don't feel like. I had a like a good English when I arrived to Canada. The first time or the second time that I told you, right? I think my English had to improve a lot okay. before so I the, could it, like start school and everything, right? So it was it was a shock. That too. So the first the first time you went, did it 
did it feel i mean for your family obviously it was different but for you did it feel kind of like a little bit like a vacation uh, okay you're getting there you know you're going to go back well well to be honest i kind of thought i was going back because of what i talked to my mom but i didn't know if she was going to say at the end no you know, you're not going back because i'm already there right <laughs> so until i got my ticket back i wasn't completely sure that, okay, that's first yeah. of all. but also it didn't feel like a vacation because of course we were like i was part of the family that we were trying to settle right so it, yeah, it, yeah. it was a struggle at the beginning it, it wasn't a straightforward thing it was not like yeah i'm gonna stay there watch tv and we didn't have TV at the beginning, right? So, we didn't have internet or uh, anything, I'm sure. No, you have to set it up, right? You have to buy all these services, get them installed. I mean, get the, get the TV or get the, the computer at least so that you can communicate with people, right? Uh, internet wasn't what it is right now back in 2004, yeah. right? So, so I mean, I, I only used, I don't know. I don't know. But, well, the thing is, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a vacation. It felt like really like, yeah. Like it was difficult, right? Of course. Then after the first month, like you're supposed, whenever you apply for 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 this, well, back at least back when my parents did, they ask you to come in with like a a good amount of money so that you can you can uh, uh, mm-hmm. spend the, the the money on the on the first things you need, right? And you don't need to like I don't I mean you have to worry about working later, but you you do have to have some 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 kind of capital to to start start, right? Yeah. So that money was going fast of course because with the house and everything everything else we had to buy and everything was more expensive than we even thought right uh so also like my parents trying to find a job and that was also a struggle it was difficult uh, getting turned down or not even to find anything i mean it was it was hard it was really hard and, and i i could see that right for all the two three months that i stayed there uh myself i tried i think i did i did go to to school to to study more english because i knew like at least it was something that i could do while i was there mm-hmm. my sisters they start they started uh like elementary school right away right away like the next day or the, like two days after we moved into the new house they had to start school so they just went there wow. yeah and then um and that yeah like everybody had their own um i guess uh journey right I mean, different one yeah yeah it was challenging for sure. so and then my I- brother yeah well so i want to take a a moment uh we're going to take a short break and then we're going to continue this uh conversation so we'll be uh, right back all right welcome back to our second part jose um so you eventually you after all the challenges you guys faced you went back to you know lima as you said to do university studies and then you came back to toronto so how, how had things changed when you, what was your new impression and how had your family, uh, you know, everything changed when, by the time you got back? So when I got back, I found, uh, well, of course I was always in contact with my family, but I found uh, every, everyone, everyone was more settled, right? My brother, he, he got a job, like a kind of, uh, it was a part-time, but he, anyways, he got a job. My mom, she also started a new job already, um, uh, and a better paid job at that time. So when I, when I went back from when I left, like uh, the year before, mm-hmm. uh, my sisters they both seemed to be, especially the, the younger the youngest one. She was like she was the one that I guess it was the the, the she was the, the the one I guess uh, feeling better about all this because she just got used to it already, right? She was speaking English uh, well and, and having friends, and she just forgot about it the, the whole thing. Um, and yeah, I, I think, of course, I, I saw that difference in that year. They moved to a new house. It was better. It was more, uh, uh, better furniture. Uh, they had better furniture and all that. Right. So it, it, it felt like things were moving forward, not like a lot, but compared to what it was a year before, yes, it was, it was much better. So I felt like I, I arrived at a, at a better situation for sure. Right. And I, I felt good about it. I felt that, uh, I could help even more and then I could also like help myself too, right? To get, to get to a better, a better position. Okay. Yeah. I actually arrived in, in, uh, during winter again, but <laughs> I, I was prepared for that. No, this time it wasn't like the first you time. You had a so. proper, proper jacket this time. Goose feather. Proper jacket. Yes. <laughs> right. So, um, so at least I've been, 
I guess the experience that I have from the first time and also the shock that we all had for the first time, I, of course, that wasn't at all the same when I went back again. Everything was different, right? And a bit better and getting better, right? And the process to be. Some of, some of those struggles kind of come out over time though, right? I mean, obviously there's that culture shock that hits you immediately. Right. It might be the language or the weather, but you know, some of those things come out over the course of months or sometimes longer than that. So is there anything that kind of crept up on you and you thought, Oh, Oh yeah. I wasn't well, ready for that. Definitely. Uh, I mean, because again, I went back and my, my brother started working already. He was, he was working already. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know, but in Peru, um, we like usually kids don't work until they finish university. I mean, that's not normal, at least not for middle class families, right? Your parents, you're dependent, your parents pay for everything. You just have to go to school. You just have to get good grades. You just have to like finish that. And then you, you kind of move on yourself, right? Because any other job wouldn't be worth it because of, they don't pay you near, like they, they yeah. pay you miserably. So it's not re really worth it to, to spend any time there. It's better to spend its time, right? Mm. It's not the same in, in Canada as, as it's not the same in the US either, right? So you can actually find a, a, a decent part-time job that can help you out with your expenses while and you don't have to overwork and then you get paid by the hour. And I guess you can do other things too, right? So my brother at that point, he was doing this part-time job. He was studying uh, some stuff to get to get prepared for university that he, he, he was actually applying at that point. So, I mean, he was already getting used to that. And he, I think he did a really good job at, 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 uh, at that, at getting used to it, right? Yeah. At this new, new normality, right? normality, I guess. Uh, but I just had to start. So for me, the first thing my mom said is, hey, you got to get a job, right? And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, let's try this thing, right? Work? Where did you work? So, oh, so and I, I guess I got it easy too because my brother was already working at this uh, Dollarama store. It was a dollar store okay. that was really close to our place. And he actually got me a job there. Nice. So I did start working there. I mean, at the beginning, I tried to find one myself. It was really hard. Yeah, I yeah. had having no ex, no no previous experience whatsoever on anything, yeah. right? It was really hard to find. But then he said, uh, and then well, there, there was an opening right there, and and he he kind of got me in there uh, and helped me out. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that was like I guess my first experience, and and, and it lasted a long time. That must have but for me too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did. Uh, but it was still like it was difficult, right? Because the kind of work that you do there, like it was a cashier, right? Cashier work. Um, I mean, it, back in Peru, that's not really something that you you would like to do. But then you just have to get used to it and say, hey, this is not bad. I mean, this is they pay you well. You do your thing. I mean, it could have been get, worse. I think. I think dollar store sounds pretty good. <laughs> it it could have been worse, right? So, so yeah. So that was one of the things that kind of took me a little bit to get used to but I guess I did again I, I guess I, I had it easier than my brother and the rest of my family because they had to do it first right once I got there I guess me following on my brother's steps it was a bit easier right that that's the first the second then uh, of course it did like the language right now I had to really like get better because I wanted to start school um that year i didn't want to lose any more time so i had to i i remember i went to to canada in uh in december i wanted to start school in september so i had to like i was already kind of not late but well i was actually late to start applying like people started applying even before i got there right so i had to study study more english to get better on my, uh to get better of course speaking and writing and everything to prepare my application and all, do all that, right? So it was kind of kind of difficult to to kind of manage that. Plus, and then then I got a second job because we needed we needed the money. I mean, as a family yeah. and myself, I needed the money, so I got a second job. It was more of a, another part time, but it was more like a temp job. Okay. Which is which is more um um like variable stuff, right? You you go to work to different places. You had that immigrant mentality. You were working hard. Oh, no, we did. We did for sure. And that was really driven by, by my parents. They were like, yeah, I mean, you have to do this, right? This is what we do here. And you have to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I didn't mind. I think 
of course, I did get the money for myself as well, so it was kind of felt good to to earn your own money too. Yeah. Uh, but I knew it was it was gonna help me, right? So it was kind of kind of that. And um, and yeah, and again, the studying, the, the working, and all that. Um, my parents were in a better position, uh, of course. They were both working, although my my dad was he did have a, a little bit he, he did struggle a little bit more because he never got to uh improve his english right to okay. a point where we could we could actually he could actually like get a get a decent a good job for him like as a professional right sure. so he did he i think he was the one who struggled the most i think uh, my mom on the other hand she she did get a like she did start to get an office job so so she moved on on the right places right so i think for your now hearing this for your dad like He's a professional in Peru, uh, and then he kind of gets knocked down, you know, a level here right. in Canada. Like, how? I wonder how did that like affect him? Like, what was his like mindset or his his feelings on that? Did he express them, or he didn't show them at that time? Uh, yeah, it was kind of a fr frustration. You could feel it. You could feel yeah. the frustration, but it wasn't like something that was like openly called out, right? Okay. You could feel the frustration on, on, on that for him, especially, right? And I understand it. Um, I mean, my, yeah, I mean, it, it was tough for him as well. Like I, like I said before, right? Everybody had their own journey. Somebody had, had it better. Somebody didn't, right? Mm -hmm. Some people didn't. Uh, I, I think in my, in my case, if I can speak to, for myself, I think it was, could have been worse. It was always, for me, it was always a little bit easier because, some people in my family have already done some of the things that I was all, like I was starting to do, yeah, like getting a job and studying and all that, right? So it, it kind of helped me out, and and I I think that's that was good for me. Um, but eventually, you did you decided to go back to Peru, right? As we as we mentioned, by that by that time, so that was I guess four and a half years later or three and a half right. years later, did right? You four feel, and a half. Did you feel? How did you feel about being in Canada at that point? You you know you've been there four years. Did you feel pretty comfortable in the home, or did you still feel kind of? So I did feel comfortable. I liked it. I like the the, the thing is uh, after I arrived in Canada the second time, applied to university. I got accepted. It was a good school, so I went to this uh, study the same thing, actually, industrial engineering at U of T. Uh, I I got to know a lot of people. Of course, I had a lot of friends. It was actually pretty nice. I really liked it. The only bad thing about it, maybe, that I was living far from the school. Mm -hmm. I didn't live on campus. That was maybe like the downside for it. Uh, but in any case, I did enjoy my time in, uh, at university, right? It couldn't be I worse than Peruvian traffic, Jose Luis. There's no way. No, no, no. Of course it wasn't. Of no course way. it wasn't. No, no. It's no way, no way worse than Peruvian traffic. It was just lo like long, right? It's a long commute. Long, but like peaceful. 30, 40 minutes. Long, but peaceful. Yeah, peaceful. Correct. Correct. That's true. <laughs> but uh but yeah i was feeling comfortable but i like i said and and i kind of have to talk a little bit more about this but yeah i i, I was uh like claudia was my girlfriend at the time yeah right yeah. so even before i left we were together when i left we tried to continue the relationship long distance so really my whole motivation to go back to peru was to to reunite with cloud right that was the reason why i moved back I guess if Claudia wasn't in the picture, I mean, I would, I would have never gone back to Peru. I think that's, that's really what I, I like thinking about it. That was the only reason I actually went back the first time for a year and then went back to Canada or, or, or yeah, went to Canada the second time. And that was the only reason I think I went back to Peru after completing uh, uh, university. I mean, that's true, I, I, that's, that's true love there that's true love i mean we're married right we're yeah. three years married now so it did it did work out well congratulations uh, yep yep so that, that's three, really three years married 15 years dating <laughs> yeah yeah well five years apart right so it was it was yeah it's it's uh i think it, 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 it gives her another topic altogether <laughs> okay. about that. so how uh so you get back you get back to lima Right. I guess. How did you feel about it? Did you did you think, oh, I'm going to get back and I'll just kind of jump into my old life? Um, no, I imagine no. it's probably kind of tricky. Right. Things changed already. Right. So, um, even though I, I I came back, I went back to Peru like 
once a year or something like that for a couple of weeks, right? To be, of course, to visit Claudia and and some friends and everything. Of course, I was kind of out of touch with Peru. Uh, I mean, other than my family, I did keep contact with some friends, but not all of them. So when I went back, I was kind of, yeah, kind of, I don't want to say starting over, but I did have to kind of readapt to going back to Peru, especially to live in Peru, right? It's different to go visit, even though, I mean, it's my, my home country and all, but it's different to go and try to live there. And also try to find a job, right? In a, in a job in a, in a like, a, I guess I didn't have any connections really, because usually your connections are your peers from, from university. And I didn't have that many because I just went there for a year. And of course, they all went their own ways, right? So it was difficult for me to readapt and, and kind of reposition myself professionally in Peru or position myself professionally in Peru. Uh, while coming from Canada, right? So it was kind of Luis, a like, start but, too. Like specifically, when you went back to Peru, what about it was such a struggle? Like where you felt like, man, in Canada, you know, the metro was just smooth. Here, the traffic, you know, right? Smooth. Like, what what was going on? What were the, what were the specific struggles for you? So, well, it's where, where do I start? Right? Like, <laughs> I I love my country. Okay, sure. My home country. Yeah. Peru and Peruvian and I, I'll always be right. But uh when you when you experience like a system that works, yeah, then you can you can actually see that everything is broken down there. Wow. So in Peru, like a lot of things really they just don't work. I mean the government doesn't work, the local governments don't work, the transportation, like all the like public transit, the I don't know, even even like the rules, like they, 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 they don't apply. So it's kind of difficult to go back to something and get get used to something that you are not used to anymore. Like all the informality, in a, all the... You live like in the gray zone in Peru, but in Canada, I guess things are more black and white, yes or no, right or wrong, okay or not. But in Peru, there's so much gray area to navigate, right? That's true. So that's the difficult thing to get used to it again because that's the way the things that's the way things work yeah. if you if you want to try to 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 like live in a place where everything has to be by the book or everything has to like make sense then maybe you're not good in peru because things don't really make sense uh like yeah in many in many, in many respects I'll, right? I'll tell both of you guys like robin I, I went to peru in uh january right before the virus hit yeah. and um you know, my, my dad, just for example of Jose Luis says, you know, some things just don't work, you know, like my dad's like, let's go to the beach house. And we got to the beach house and it's like this beautiful beach house. Um, just, you know, it looks so nice, nice architecture, awesome location. And Akari couldn't believe it. Like in Japan, people don't have beach houses, right? And everything's great. But then later that night, like the electricity doesn't work. You know, something's always not quite right in Peru, kind of, right? Yeah, I was there, I remember, yeah, no, it's true, it's true, things like not everything works, and things that should be working don't work, right, even like things that should make sense doesn't, so, um, yeah, it's difficult, it's difficult to get used to, but I knew that, I, I mean, I had a reason to go back, and of course, I was younger, I, I did, maybe I didn't, I, I did, notice all these things but maybe i didn't care as much as i do right now that's another thing right uh of course i noticed like, like i said everything like stuff that were not working but i was like yeah but uh, i mean i, I want to have fun right so i but it's true also about peru is that you can have a lot of fun especially if you're if you're a young a, a, a young uh a young adult <laughs> you can have a, a lot of fun so i think uh it took me some time to get used to it, but I got used to it. I got a job at a, like a consulting firm that I'm actually still working there right now. Same consulting firm, different country, but yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I, I went back. I got used to it, like I said. Mm -hmm. Got a new set of friends, I guess, with from work and, and everything else. And, uh, and yeah, kind of kind of enjoyed my time there. I mean, I think it... it, it, it um, it served its purpose for me, going back and and actually being being with Cloud again and and, and enjoying my twenties, I guess. 
I, I guess it's a way like it was kind of like you're checking like is this for me or is this my life? It it, it, it kind of is. I mean, yeah. check, kind of. It it was kind of a double check. Now I'm uh, I'm a professional, right? I can find a job. I'm mean, let's see how it works. If let's see how it is, right? Uh, I, I'm not gonna say it, like I again I. I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy myself. I did enjoy myself, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was good while it lasted. But towards the end, I did feel, hey, this is what I really want, like for the rest of my life, right? And I and I realized it really isn't. Mm. It was good. It was fine, but things are not changing. Like Peru is still like at its core, it's the same. Mm. So it's still insecure. It's still. Uh, uh like there's a lot of corruption and and things don't work and yeah and the governments are shit and all that so those things didn't change and they're not going to change i think i think they they won't yeah they won't was was there so, a mo- was there a moment then where you thought okay, there was i got to leave there was so i have to tell you that i always thought i was going to come back to canada okay even when i left when i finished uh, school, right? I said, okay, I'm going to Peru. I'm going to see how it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, of course, again, I'm going to, to, to reunite with my girlfriend, but let's see how it goes. But it's, it's possible that I'll, I'll be back here sometime in the future. Okay. I thought that I never knew when I never decided I, I wasn't, I didn't put myself a deadline or anything. I just knew that I had the, the, the possibility because well, I should have said this before, but uh, I, I became a, a citizen like right before leaving Canada, right? Uh, so I did have my, my passport. So I, I mean, I was really able to do it if I wanted to. So that yeah. gave me a lot of, that gave me a lot of uh, confidence of taking that, any decision that I wanted, right? If I want to go to Peru, fine. I mean, I can go to Peru. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. And then go back to Canada. So what, what was that moment though, Jose Luis? Right. So, so yeah. So I was kind of getting, I mean, I was, again, it was fine. I got used to it and all. I wasn't really actively thinking about going back to Canada. I, I, I knew it was it was a possibility, but I remember one time yeah. I was uh I was in a taxi in Peru going like working working. I, I, I just came out of work, like it was really late. So I had to continue working. I don't know what I was missing, whatever. I opened my laptop inside the cab, right? I was sitting at the back. And we were in the middle of traffic, like, you know, in Peru, like, there's always traffic all the time, everywhere, right? And it wasn't even, a, like, a bad area, right? It was, a, like, an okay area. It was in yeah. Surco, which it's fine. I mean, Surco is nice. Middle-class area. Yeah, it's a middle-class area. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, and it's, uh, so we were in, in the middle of the traffic. It was all, like, stopped, right? Like, no, the, the cars were not moving. Yeah. And I wasn't even paying attention. I was just... Windows like down. Typing whatever, yeah. And then I I heard like some noise on the right, like somebody was punching or something like that. Wow. And then I noticed there and there was a guy with a gun like uh breaking the, the glass to wow. steal to, to take the laptop from me, right? So from you that, that was from me, of course, yeah. He was wow. breaking the glass of the cab that I was in with a gun to get in. With a gun. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I didn't. Yeah. So, I what I did is I I grabbed my stuff and I went running from like from the other side of the car, right? So, the guy did break the, the window, and I saw the gun, but I left from the other side and just left, right? Oh. That was that was it. And and after that, I was like, yeah, I can't live here. I mean, that that was the first and only time that I I well, I was almost all also all sorry almost mugged, right? Yeah. But uh, I I didn't want to go through that. And I knew if I if I had kids, I didn't want to I didn't want to go through that. So I was like, nope, nope, this is not gonna work. I think that was the moment. I don't want to I don't want to say that the day after I was like moving to Canada. No, it wasn't like that. But I when I think about it, I guess that's when I decided, hey, you know what? It's time to go back because things are not getting better. I mean, this could happen to me anytime. Mm. At any time. Well, yeah, I mean, that just that kind of thing just kind of sits in your mind, right? And in, it does. Just every yeah. now and again, you just think of it, it comes back to you, and then you think, mm, 
anything could have happened. Like, I, I should not have left. I should have just given him the, the, the laptop and then just... You should have left the laptop. You took it. <laughs> of course. Of course, took the laptop. I don't know why. I don't know I would have left why. it. I, right. But that's, that's really... I mean, it was even a bad decision on my, my part. But the thing that I thought is I shouldn't be making any, any decisions like this. I mean, it shouldn't be an issue, right? It shouldn't be something that happens. Fair enough, yeah. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah. so how long? So then, now you moved back to Canada. You married. How how long have you been back in Canada? Now? So yeah. So so yeah. So I got married in Peru, 2017. Yeah. And right at that point, uh, this this thing with the with the latter and everything happened right before. Wow. Right. So uh, so I I, I had my uh, I talked to Claudia right about like going back going to Canada. She could go with me. I'm a citizen. I can bring her with me. Right. We just wow. have to. Mm-hmm like do some application and stuff like that, right? Uh, of course, she was reluctant at first, uh-huh. but uh, then she, um, when she kind of agreed to it, I, 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 I didn't come, I didn't, I did convince her, of course, of course, otherwise we wouldn't be here, but I think that she also thought it might be a good idea mm. for herself too, okay? I think in the end, she thought, hey, let's, let's try it out. I think she thought the same the same thing I thought when I went from Canada to Peru. She yeah. just going to from Peru to Canada saying, "Let's let's check it out." I mean, um, if 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 it works out, we stay. If it doesn't, maybe we return. I don't know, right? So I think it was kind of the idea that she had, and that's why we we um, we ended up moving. Now, also uh, by the time that we moved, she was actually transitioning from her job. So it was easier for her to make a decision on, hey, l- l- I guess right now is a good time to go. Right, right now, right, right when we got married, actually. So I guess it was like six months after we got married, we were moving to Canada. Mm. That was in December 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yep. So yep. Has, has she adjusted well? Has she happy there now? Has, how, <laughs> yeah, how I think so. I mean... I mean, it's 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 been a, a, a she has her own journey, right? Uh, I, and it it hasn't been, and I I, I mean, it's, it's been fine. I I guess I, I would have to ask her again. <laughs> you better <laughs> but, ask. Uh, no, no, but but it, we, we've did, we've done a lot of things together here, and I think we, we we've accomplished a lot of milestones, right? We got our first uh, apartment here. Now she she is well, she started a, a job not too long ago. Yeah. Um, now she's starting uh, law school, right? Which is something that she needs to continue her career. So, I guess she's she's um, she's starting to develop here, right? And I think uh, in a good way. So, so yeah. I think, uh, overall, I think I think she she will find it as a, like a positive experience. Okay. So, but of course, she she didn't have to go through. Sorry, she didn't have to go through the, all the things that we did when we came here like my family 15 years ago right we're in a different position of course now uh but yeah i mean uh, but but she's, so she's got that support system now i mean she has your yeah, family yeah. so they 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 know what she's going through and and you right. know what she's going through so yeah so i guess it, maybe we can kind of finish off by having a few reflections on uh you know what what has happened more recently and in the distant past so what I mean, what would you say about your parents' decision uh, to move back in 2004, 2005? Like, was that right. a good decision or? Well, look, looking back, like we said, it's easy, it, it's easy to look back, right? But I think yeah. it was a good decision. Like, I mean, I feel like my life would have been different and not better if I would have stayed through with, mm. with my whole family. I don't, see our, I don't see us in a better position than we are right now. And like right now, uh, well, I well, my my brother, he's got a, a family, two 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 wonderful uh, kids. Uh, he got married here. He he never went back to Peru. I mean, he went back to Peru twice to visit. Once for my once for my wedding, and then he never went back. I mean, he all all only looked forward. Canadian all yeah. day. <laughs> Canadian all day, and yeah, he feels he feels that way, and I'm 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 really happy for him. Um, then both my sisters are are well, one of them. Actually, she's, it's another story. You might, you might want to call her. She's back in Peru right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's in the office. Yeah, yeah, she's she's just following my steps, I guess. She she'll be back here in a couple <laughs> of years. Back. She'll be back. Right, and the other one is just finishing school, uh, and she's doing pretty well. I mean, 
I think we're all we're all doing well. We're all doing what we want to do, and and I think coming here to Canada gave us the the tools and and the the ability to to do it. I mean, if my if my sister wants to be back in Peru, it's her decision, and she can do it because she got all these opportunities, right? And she can go back. She lived in in France for like a year. She lived in 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 some months in in Germany as well because she she could do it. But if she was in Peru, if we never had left Peru, she would not have had that that uh, that opportunity, right? Do you feel Canadian at all? Do you feel you're? Oh yeah. Now? Yeah, yeah, I do feel Canadian. I but I I do I I am a Canadian. I am Peruvian Canadian. I would say that. Okay. Right. Do you feel fifty so, or do you feel like eighty <laughs> percent Peruvian? How do you feel? I wonder. Right. Nah, I don't know if I put a number to it. I just know that I know that my 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 beliefs and my my culture is proven, right? Sure. But I appreciate what what this country has done for me and my family. So I I do want to give back to this country as well. So by being here and, and contributing, yeah, definitely. And I would like to, I would love to, like, be able to contribute back to my home country as well. But that's kind of difficult. I, I mean, I've tried, <laughs> but it's really difficult to do something about it. <laughs> Sure, it seems like a monumental task for anyone. It is. So. It is. I ask you that: what, what do you actually miss about Peru? Because we we've talked mm-hmm. a lot of negative. <laughs> what do we miss? Right. No. No. Peru is a wonderful country with a, with wonderful people. Right. That that's that's true. I mean, we have we have family there, uh, extended family too. Right. Uh, friends and all that. I miss them all. I miss being there. I miss. Uh-huh. Uh, like I'm, I'm older now, but still miss a little bit of the fun. I mean, it is fun. It is fun to live in Peru, like the night <laughs> or to be in Peru, like the nightlife. Yeah, all that, like the food, entertainment. It's, it's really. I mean, yeah, it's, it's. I would say it's, it's. it's uh, you have, you can have more fun than that you can here. <laughs> maybe, mm. maybe, maybe that's, that's true as well. But that's not everything in life, right? Like you have to, to balance your life, like. It's not just fun, 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 right? It's also other stuff. Like work balance, things that you, I didn't have that in Peru, but I do have it here. Mm. For example, right? Or okay. f- feeling, feeling secure, feeling, I don't know, that my taxes are going somewhere that makes sense. And, and I see it there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, well, I feel like that's a nice uh, ending point for us today. So, uh, Jose Luis, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right, we'll see everyone next time. Thanks for listening. All right, bye-bye.